Hello, we are here with another episode. <laughs> That's the first time I ever did so um, of Down and Dirty with Tanit. And tonight I have a very special lady. She and I met on Weeding Out the Stones, which I've had a bunch of people on my podcast from there because it is so much fun. And I didn't even realize she's not even in New York. So I have this special lady zooming in from California. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Becca Greenberg. I'm a comedian, actor, voice actor, what have you, hyphen, hyphen, and I'm in Los Angeles, but I'm from Philadelphia. Okay, you're originally from Philly. Okay, got it, got it. How long have you been in LA? I have, so February will be, I think, six years for me. I moved here in 2016. Okay, okay. So my first question that I ask everybody, and I'm very interested for your answer with how things are in LA from the stereotypes that I've heard. What is your current relationship status? Single, I would say. Why is there hesitation in your life? I like have like a guy that I like hook up with, but we're not like dating. Okay. I feel like he is not in a place to be dating. So I don't really like, I'm not like, Oh, I hope this turns into, I'm just like, you're figuring your stuff out. I come over once a week. That's fine. Why can I get once a week? Can I just tell you legitimately, legitimately on Saturday night, I texted this guy that we went on a couple dates here and there. We ended up having sex, which is very quick for me, except Mm -hmm. I feel like on every podcast, I'm like, oh my God, I just had sex with that guy. I never do that. But it's like, I keep doing it every single Uh, day. (laughs) I never do that. Um, And I texted him because I was doing an 11 PM spot in Bushwick and that's where he lives. And I was like, Hey, I texted him at 10.45 p.m. Right. Now, I did that for a reason. Like, wh- like I'm putting us in a different category, right? I see what you're doing, yeah. And I texted him, and I'm like, hey, I have a show tonight in Bushwick, your neighborhood. Want to come? And he texts me, like, 20 minutes later and was like, oh, Ha ha, didn't even realize you were there, which is not true because he fucking watches all my Insta stories. So okay. like, to me, it's like, no, you actually know, unless you don't read, unless you don't read. There, there is a misconception, that's a side note of it. Let's get a tangent going of, it. of people actually reading what the fuck is in your story I know I always wonder about that because I look sometimes I look at who watches it and it's like but how much did you actually watch or were you just like oh gotta get past this crazy lady into the good stuff you know like I mean yeah so but I I I posted more than once Mm -hmm. and I and he knows that I'm performing at this venue regularly like we've spoken about it so right. like, that's weird to me. So he's like, oh, ha, ha, I didn't know you were going to be in Bushwick. Uh, I guess, you know, I'm just being lazy. I'm smoking weed in my PJs. He wrote PJs. He didn't write pajamas. He didn't write sweats. He wrote PJs. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix, ha, uh, dot, dot, dot. I was like, okay, ha, ha, enjoy your night. The- yesterday, so Saturday night, today's a Monday. Okay, yesterday, 
during the afternoon when I was super high going to see Hillary Clinton host a comedy show at Caroline's. What? She hosted though. She just sat in the back. We had all this secret service. It's so like, listen, I had a great time. Fucking, it was a, a ridiculous show. Like people killed. I, I am going to be heard in the it was filmed for something i don't know what they didn't tell us uh the yamanika saunders you will hear my laugh because i couldn't breathe okay it was incredible but like why all the secret service shit and she doesn't even say hello to the audience like she was all the way in the back never acknowledging like hi i'm gonna that was weird right it was fucked up. Um, but so in my super duper highness on my way to watch comedy, I texted him and I, I was like, hey, with all the lies. The next time that I text you at 10.45 p.m. that I'm in Bushwick, your response should be, come over after your show. Let's have some fun. Yeah. He wrote back four hours later and was like, ho, ho. Oh, I guess my libido, you know, didn't tell me, like, I, I messed up my bad. I didn't even respond. No. That's the ultimate rejection. Like, no, he's, you don't need him. Like, he's full of, he's playing games. He doesn't know what he wants. He, you're too good for that. But I don't even want him like that. Like, no, of course why, not. Why can't we just have a casual thing? What's weird. Like, People like, I feel like guys don't realize it can be that easy. Like, I, like it, it has to be more complicated. And it's like, no, like I'm in your neighborhood. It's 11 o'clock. I want to have sex. And then I want to go home and sleep in my own bed. Like totally. So I think that because we had a sleepover, he might not realize that I don't want to have one ever again with him. Right. Like I already slept in your dirty sheets. Like, oh, he slept I, in my beautiful apartment. I mean, oh, my normal he's, clean apartment. He's so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. His dick is enormous. Mm. Like he's one of those unassuming guys. Like Mm -hmm. I'm five, nine. I don't even know if he's really even my height. He's skinny, like skinny, you know, he is the typical guy bod that is these skinny legs and skinny jeans, but like the rest of it, like, Mm -hmm. There's a breast nipple situation, but he's thin. You know how guys have like a puffier nipple? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like getting the whole picture here. Trying to be as graphic as possible. Uh, Descriptive, descriptive, not graphic. So I was really floored by the size of his penis. Like I couldn't believe it. It may be one of the nicest ones I've seen in a long time because it was long and thick. Well, here's a question. Did he know how to use it? Because you can Okay. Because I have experience like guys who have like nice dicks and then it's like, you don't know what you're doing. This is offensive. Like, well, can I ask how old you are? I'm 28. That's why. Are you dating guys in their 20s? I usually date older. The guy I'm like hooking up with right now, he's 31, I think. But like, yeah, sure. 
I, I think that guys in their 20s don't know anything. Like, sex has gotten much I better. Agree. They don't know shit. No, no, no. It was great. Our, our, we had sex like a bunch. It was great. It was great. And we did everything else. Yeah, and that's why I don't understand. Um, but, like, if you want to make me feel like a fucking idiot, uh, the way to do that is for, for me to directly, to say it outright, that I just wanted to have casual fun with you and for you to not text back for four hours and basically not say anything like, thank you for giving me the ultimate rejection. And that's that. I won't be texting him the next time I'll I'll be in Bushwick on Friday, but he won't be getting a text message. No, no, he can stay in. It's too bad. It's too bad. I thought that I was going to finally get this. I never. So in your twenties, I feel like you, you have more of these guys that stick around and that you can text and call. And I'm 38. I feel like it's really hard. Like it's, it's like, there's nobody from my past anymore. Like it's either that they're, they're, they're in other relationships Mm -hmm. or, or like they're so horrific that I could never, ever want to ever see them again. So 38 feels like it's hard to find this casual situation. And I thought that he would give it to me and he's disappointed me like all the men. Like he's no different than everybody else. Even though I wanted to keep it cash, he has disappointed me. And, you know, now I have to keep it moving. Yeah, no, you don't have time to wait for him to figure his shit out. Once a week sounds so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous yeah. of you. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it is what it is for now. Like, obviously, like what I, the spiel I give every guy, it's like, obviously I would like to be in a relationship, but I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. That being said, I like having sex. Like, I'm not going to not have sex because I'm like, waiting for you know Mr. Wright or whatever like I'm gonna like do like see what feels good and like if I have time for you like we'll hang out and if not like it's no big deal you know it's like a casual thing so that's yeah my, that's my little spiel I guess. so can I ask you a question though oh well, obviously I can ask you a question. what if I said no <laughs> imagine no um, are you being totally 100% honest with yourself or is there a yeah. secret part of you that wishes he would level up? No, like, okay. I don't want to give too much information about oh, his okay. life. He's like, I feel like he's like, in a, even though he's older than me, he's like in a different place emotionally. Like he's like kind of like ending his relationship with his parents. Like he like was engaged and she was like a lesbian and like that like really messed with his head. So like, he's like mm-hmm. not in an emotionally stable place like I would have to be what I call his sex mommy which I don't want to be no what's a sex no. mom what do you define like, a sex mom you like have sex with someone whether you also have to be like oh like like their therapist too so it's like so that was my whole summer 2020 the height of COVID I I I was a sex mommy. I had no idea that term. I basically dated. Well, I made it up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I dated someone for the whole summer and it was great. If I, if I look, take away the heartbreak, um, it was great for COVID mm-hmm. because he lived 
in Westchester and had a mansion with a hot tub and a pool. Oh, love that. He saved me from the COVID city. And I basically would stay there for like days on end and we'd like have sex everywhere. It was amazing. But then he would cry and I would have to be his therapist. The best was when we were ending like for real, for real. Like we had this phase of like trying to talk still, whatever. And then we had to end it. And he was like, Denise. I didn't cry. <laughs> I was like, yes, you did. You cried every time. <laughs> he was like, what? I only cried like once or twice. I was like, no, you cried every single time we were together. I have news for you, sir. You are a crier. <laughs> I, I'm like, you cried all the time. I'm glad now you're not crying anymore. So you yeah. with me. I was officially your rebound. Um, you, you know what's crazy about that? This is going to give him away to the people that know, but they already know. I don't give a shit. Um, he had been in that house, this beautiful fucking mansion, for a year and a half. Um, he had been with this woman, never married, no kids, but 17 years. His whole uh, 20s and 30s. Like, um, unreal. Like a John Hamm situation, kind of. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like left you know I don't know who knows what the true story is but you do have to also feel for this woman that she like spent all these years she she put the time in (laughs) yeah but then she also like never worked like that's what he says like never working ever is like not acceptable to me um so then he buys a mansion no wonder why she didn't work I guess uh but she didn't do anything anyway that's all I know Maybe she's, maybe she's wonderful because he's a piece of shit. Um, anyway, the point is, is that they had such a sexless part of the end of their relationship mm-hmm. that they move into this mansion and never, he had, he had not touched anyone. Like no sex was in that okay. house until me. Right. That's so all over the house. And in the, out, and outside. the sex house. Yeah. Yeah. All over the backyard, all over yeah. the house. Um, and then he broke my heart. I mean, I was falling in love with him. He knows that the best was like, are you in love with me, Denise? Not yet, but I will be. I'm on my way. I'm trying so much. So if you don't step it up now, then things are going to really get fucked up. Right. Cause I'm, you know, you know, don't you know when you're on your way? I feel like I know when I'm on my way. I'm like, oh, buckle up, buckle up. Have like a level of being able to like look inward and like a level of self-awareness that I feel like a lot of us have, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that, that was that, that's that story. I don't know what else is dating worse in LA. Cause that's what I hear. I don't know. I like didn't really date in like compared to New York, I guess. I don't know. When I was in Philly, I do feel like I like got more guys, whatever that okay. means. I don't know. Like it is, I feel like there are less people here looking for something serious in a lot of ways, maybe. Okay. Everybody's kind of like, I do feel like on the dating apps, I see a lot of people who are like looking for, I don't know, like, like, like a more of a match that like looks good than that is actually good. Like they're looking for for Mm -hmm. optics instead of like a real connection with someone, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the superficiality of like, is, is that how you say it? superficiality? Uh, of, yeah, I think it's a word. I don't know. Uh, of the dating apps. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. This is what I think about all the time. The guys that I meet in person are, and I like, are sometimes guys that I would never swipe right on right. on a dating app. This is why it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And it's also like interesting, like to see like what information guys think you want for them. Like you only have like so many characters in a dating profile, you know, it's like, oh, like RIP Kobe. Like, I know that about you. Like, I guess, like, I I don't know about you, except that you miss Kobe. Like, you know, obviously, you know, RIP Kobe, but I I don't know anything about you. Profile. Or like, I have a couple like rules that I've made up in my head. Like if you're a DJ, that's a left swipe for me. Like you're, you're doing different hours than me. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I've I've heard the DJ thing from LA. How many DJs are there in LA? Because that's not a thing in New York. For maybe like every like 20 people, there will be like 40 days maybe. Crazy. Why why is that because the music business? I guess. I think so. And then there's also people who like do it as a hobby. Like I, and then sometimes guys like spring it on you after. Like there was a guy I was like kind of seeing um when we first got out of quarantine and he like invited me to like come see him do a DJ set at this like little like hold wall bar. And it's like that's not a date. That's me watching you do something. Like yeah. So, and I'm like, you didn't put that on your profile. You, you are a, a sneaky DJ. Do you invite guys to watch you do, you do stand up, right? Yeah, I do stand up. Um, right. Cause we were on a game show. That's why I don't know for sure. We weren't actually in a lineup together. Um, but you, do you invite guys to see you perform if you're like just starting to see them or whatever? If I like think I like actually want to date someone, I will invite them to a show. But if I'm like just like casually seeing someone or if I'm like not sure where something is going yet, then I won't invite them because like that's like like my like job kind of, you know, like I don't want you to like if I'm not like serious about you, like I don't like care if you see my stand up. But if I'm like, I think you're cool. I want to get to know you more. I want to share this thing with you that's like pretty vulnerable except I do it mm. in a crowd of people all the time right. you know it's not something it's not something I invite everyone to you know it's exclusive see I sort of feel the opposite if I don't okay. give it this is why fucking Bushwick guy I didn't give a shit just come to the show so I could see that dick after <laughs> because I I don't if I like a guy or if I care, like I could get very nervous with him there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like even last summer that the, you know, the guy that I was a sex mommy to, it, <laughs> it took me a few months to let him come and see me. Okay. Like if someone was like asking, I'd be like, fine, but like, don't sit in the front, you know, like, don't let me, don't, I don't want to see you, but you can be there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I have differing views. Like even like because on the apps, guys will be like, "Oh my god, I'd love to hear your set." Like I want. Do you have any videos online? And it's like, can you just get to know me? Like, mm-hmm. just it's it's like I know what they're doing. They're trying to sound interested, and it's not like they're saying like, "Tell me a joke." 
but it's like it's, too, an, yeah. it's like I feel super judged. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that every guy that then he'll like follow me on Instagram or watch my videos. And then it's like, we'll never going out on a date. So what's the point? Right. I mean, I'll just be like, here's my website. Like, look at it if you want. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, here's my tape. Like, you know, like, yeah, what am I doing? I'm sending him a tape. No, no. Know. Are you booking a show? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to let me into your festival? Is there a festival? Right. Like, why sending this to you? I don't know. Like, not super often, but at least like two or three guys lately have been like, wow, like that's so cool. You do stand up. I've always wanted to do stand up and like ask me like advice about it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that for you. Like we're either no. going to go on a date or we're not like, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, this mic's good. And like, this is how you write it. You know, I don't want to like figure it out yourself. I did. Yeah. Also, like, that's just such a dude thing to do. Be like, oh, my God, I always wanted to do stand up. My friends and say I'm super funny. Like, I'm, sure. Everybody thinks I'm so funny. You know what I usually say to those guys? Because they're. this is what now I'm re- like, here's the thing. We get so many different fucked up uh messages as comedians, right? Like one of them is like, tell me a joke. The other one is like, I want to see yourself. The other one's being like, what do you think I should do in stand up? Like, it's ridiculous. And like, I'm always like, go to open mics. That's all I say. Go to open mics. That's how you Great. do it. Go to an open mic. You want to be strong, go to the gym. You want to be a good joke teller, go to open mics. Like well, you can figure this out. And sometimes I'll be like, well, do you write? Right. And they'll be like, no, it's all in my head. I need... I was like, well, you should write it down. Yeah. You're not going to, when you get up on that stage and you get that microphone, you're not going to remember anything. It's actually hilarious. Like, I'm like, you should write it down. Oh yeah. I should write it down. Yeah. Write it down. Stop talking to me. Yeah. Like workshop it. Like I like try to like journal and stuff. And like, I like mind material from that usually. Yeah. Um, You know, like you have to like, it's not like this. I don't even know. I was trying to think of a famous, like people don't just get up on stage and be like, John Mulaney doesn't get up on stage. Like he workshops it. It doesn't look like he does that because he works hard to like make it look like it's like off the cuff, but it's like meticulously, you like he writes. I assume. Of course, everybody right. writes. Like I'm just like, like that. Here's another thing that pisses me off that guys say on dating apps because I'm Jewish from New York and a comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm know? also Jewish if that wasn't clear. Of course, of course. Becca Greenberg. Yeah. The first thing, and this happens in person also by like random people too. It's not just like guys on dating apps. Have you seen Mrs. Maisel? Shut up. Yes. I've seen Mrs. Maisel. She's not Jewish. I don't care. I'm like, guess what? That's not how it works. I mean, I know there are great writers on that show, but you don't all of a sudden do it for a year and then go on tour opening for like a huge musician. Maisel's not a documentary. Oh, I and then you made golf, uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh my God. It's like, are you like Mrs. Maisel? I was like, well, I'm not 26 divorced with two kids. So I'm not Mrs. Maisel. I am Mrs. Maisel. I am her. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. It's so ridiculous. My favorite thing that I did, <laughs> I was such a bitch. I just was not in the mood. This is pre-COVID. My friend had like people over and one of her... I'm a lawyer by day, but I always think I'm different. 
I'm not I'm cookie cutter. Loyal. I'm a cool lawyer. I'm a cool lawyer. So um, my friend had people over and she had a friend from law school. Um, mm-hmm. I actually don't have that many lawyer friends in my personal life. Um, but I have one girlfriend from this group that I'm friendly, like a group of us girls who happens to be a lawyer too. And okay. so she had people over and one of her friends from law school came and she was like, you know, I just want Midge and Lenny to get together. And I was like, do you know who that is? His name is Lenny Bruce. He was a real person. Right. He was arrested all the time because he pushed the envelope for first speech, for for First Amendment freedom of speech. I can't even speak. And I was like, he died of a heroin overdose. Like, they're not going to get together. He was a real person. She was not. Married to someone else, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And she had a wife. She just stared at me. And I was like, he was real. Midge is not. Lenny Bruce was a real person. <laughs> He's not going to get together with Midge because in real life, that never happened. Right. They're, they're trying to make him like a grounding force. Right. Like, like here's your, can- yeah. Oh my God, that's so stupid. <laughs> and she was like, I was you like, forget it. Mind? Oh my God. I was like, I've jumped the shark into like official comedy nerdum that like, whatever. I, just, I honestly, like, I guess, I guess I'm the crazy one. Cause like your average person wouldn't know Lenny Bruce, but I'm like, he literally changed the way that comedians could speak on stage. Like, how do you not remember him? Also, Jew. Also Jew. One of us, M.O.T. He was an MOT. Oh, member of the tribe. How do you feel about the tribe? Like, um, what hot and Yom Kippur? Did you fast? Do you fast? I don't fast, and it's because I'm type one diabetic and I'm mm. not supposed to. Absolutely. I did eat a bagel. Okay. No, you can't. You can't, yeah. I I I have a um one of my best friends has uh type one diabetes. And so I've learned a lot from her. Cool. That's good. A lot of people don't know. Well, I've learned a lot. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the story. I carpooled to Hebrew school with with a kid that had type one diabetes, but he always ate candy bars and drank soda. And he said it was, he had to, because it was because of his diabetes. And I was like, so my whole life, I was so confused about sugar and insulin because all I could think about was like, he ate candy every single day. No, you're actually not supposed to. He was right. doing everything wrong. Like there is like a huge number of diabetic people who are just like, I don't give a fuck. So there's right. that. I don't know. Maybe he like, you can sort of be like more hypoglycemic. Like maybe that's what he'd be like, I need to eat all this candy. But like, why? Like, is your blood sugar low? Like, are you just eating candy? I like candy too, but like at a certain point, it's like, you're not going to feel so good. No. And his blood, then his blood sugar was low every single day because he ate Snickers nonstop was just like fucking his shit up okay yeah but he was confusing because he would tell me no no no, I have to for my diabetes oh okay sure I have to I have to eat sugar what's your blood sugar bud (laughs) what's your a1c and now that I know more it's like no no no. that's like the opposite of what he should have been doing like only if his sugar dropped fast does he need something quickly right 
that's weird. Like, I mean, I don't eat candy all the time. I mean, if I wanted, I eat it, but I'm not like, I don't know. You're like not supposed to like correct your blood sugar with like candy. Like they're always like drink juice or whatever. Yeah. 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 I have organic gummy bears. It's pretty close. It's good enough. It's good (laughs) enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, so you didn't fast. I fasted. Do you, do you date Jewish men or do you date anybody or they're just part of the mix? I don't like try like to date Jewish men. Like most times I go home, my parents are like, why aren't you on JD? Why aren't you on like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I just try to date people who I think are interesting and like compassionate, you know, people yeah so that's that's the place I'm in because now I'm 38 Mm -hmm. I finally said to my mom who gives a shit (laughs) like who cares right like I come from a family that was like super intense about being with a Jew like super intense my family is no joke with that shit so it's like it's like and I've throughout my life I've dated different people and hooked up with different people but mostly a lot of Jewish men and I'm like can I just date anybody that's smart and interesting like like, it's hard enough to find just that I know it is don't make it It harder for me yeah make it harder and and I also feel like um there's the apps have fucked up dating like everybody's so disposable what's like your worst swipe like what's one of your horrible swiping stories just swiping or actual dates either whatever you want I'm trying to think I don't know I like I don't so much anymore because I don't put energy into it but I used to get into like a lot of fights with guys on apps me too thing to say like I'd like call them out and they'd get all defensive and it's like you're being rude like I do that all the time all the time I now I try to be a little bit nicer about it like I don't know. Like if a guy sends like 10 messages, I'm just like, this is a lot of messages to send someone. Actually. <laughs> this is kind of scary. Just, I'm just letting you know. And they're just like, it's like, you're being weird. I'm just like letting you know for the next girl. Right. Right. So I used to fight with people about politics because I couldn't stand. And I still will ask people depending on what in their profile strikes me. So like mm-hmm. if a guy is from Staten Island, I have to ask him if he voted for Trump. I need to know because Staten Island. Yeah. That's is like baseline, like which direction is this going? Yeah. Like I need to know these things. I mean, I was even on the phone with some guy, like, I don't know, within the past few weeks or a month and we're on the phone for an hour it's only after, after we're already in, an hour in, which is a long time. But you know what? I'd rather do an hour phone call than put makeup on. Right. Make go out with the. Yes. yes. And then, at, yes. And then after an hour, he tells me he voted for Trump. The worst part yeah. is that he voted for, he voted for Hillary and then voted for Trump. And I was like, oh, you're the worst of the worst. What made you do that? Oh my God. This guy on Instagram, who's a personal trainer, has been following me for a while. He's from fucking Beverly, Massachusetts, wherever the fuck that is. And he was like, when are you coming to Massachusetts? I was like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. (laughs) And he was like, I would come. He starts leaving me like voice memos. I will come to New York like this weekend. I'll take a bus, whatever. So 
I then have to ask him because I start realizing like, did he, is he like Orthodox? Like, how did he grow up? He has like a super Jewy name, which so do I, I mean, I have a super Israeli name, but like, I feel like, you know, I didn't vote for Trump just by like meeting me. And so I had to ask him. And, yeah. I mean, that's a question for, yeah. And I was right. He voted for Trump and, mm-hmm. and he was like, is this a deal breaker? And I was like, I think so. Like, I would say, so don't come to New York for me. And then, and then he goes, well, you have a pedophile in the white house. I was like, no, I have a pedophile, a pedophile in the white house. In the white me? House. You did. Right. Not, no. He just wants to sniff hair. Bite no. it. <laughs> like the smell of female hair products. Oh boy, like that's a that's a fight worth having. Oh my god, I can't, I can't. So I I just blocked him, and now he's not. Yeah, no, you don't need that. Oh, that's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so tough. It, that's why I'm so disappointed in my casual. My, my, my try for casual sex and I got denied, like essentially, unless he'll surprise me and I'll get a text message from him. I mean, do you want to hang out with him again? Like even like just for sex? Uh, just for sex. Yeah. I think you have to make that really clear to him. I think he's like, you have to like lay down, like, this is what I want. Are you interested in this? Yes or no. I mean, I felt like I was pretty clear yesterday. No. Uh, like, I, I feel like you have to talk to them like a child sometimes. <laughs> so stupid. Like, you think, like, this is clear, and it's, like, not to a guy. It's not. It's unbelievable. I do feel rejected, though. Like, I don't have any interest no, in talking to them again. Yeah, like, you don't want to, like, be the one to put yourself out there again. You already did that. It's so, especially for casual sex. Like, how could you, like, yeah. what? No, I really think, like, like with the guy that I'm like seeing, like we're very, I was just very like, like whenever I'm asking, it's like, you have to like be clear. Like, do you want me to come over? Do you want me like, what should we do? Like, it's not like, oh, we're flirting. Oh, like you have to be very like direct, I think. Like I should have said, also, I don't want to sleep over. I want to, or I don't want, and now I'm- I want to happen. Yeah. Are you interested in this situation? Yeah. Like, I think you should be that direct. Come to Washington Heights. Stay in my apartment for 1.5 hours, then go home. Yeah. 1.5. That's all I need. Yeah, this is what I want to happen. <laughs> 1.5. 1. 1.5 hours. That's, That's it. That's it. Okay, it's time for me to watch like reruns. You have it's to go. Great. Like, because I don't mind some little naked, you know, cuddle, cuddle. Yeah, sure. Uh, Whatever. We'll watch a Bob's Burgers or whatever. <laughs> I just was like, I said to my friends, I was like, yo, I did not know that it was this hard. I'm trying to, you know, have this casual encounter while I'm like actually dating so that I uh, don't care about the date. You know what I mean? Right. And that my needs are being fulfilled. My needs right, right. are not fulfilled. This right. is what I've really come into my sexual prowess in my thirties. And oh, I yeah. feel like my need, I have needs and they're not fulfilled and it's not enough, you know, to take care of yourself. It's just mm-hmm. not. No, I need, I need a man on you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what I really need is like the weight of a man on top of me. That's not this encounter that I tried to set up, but right. it was really good. It was fine. He's it was not, attempt, yeah. Yeah, he's not the meaty guy that I want, like this big, thick, and juicy guy, you know? That's okay. not him, but it was pretty good. Puffy naps, but you Can know. Can I ask what apps you're on? Sure. Um, so I deleted all of them and that only lasted for two weeks. So I reopened Bumble. Okay. Fun fact, if you fucking delete it, all of your matches are gone. So it's all new again, which is great because they don't expire. So if you like had five messages with someone two years ago, it's, they're still sitting there. What if like you could connect again? Right. Um, so just delete it and then redo it. Um, and I actually uh, am paying for match.com for six months, but I'm not really on it. It's like a waste of money, but I, I wouldn't even download the app. I like am literally logging into the website because I want it to be like better, but it's not. Okay. okay. Not. I haven't tried match.com. It's not better. I mean, yeah. Uh, what are you on? Okay. I am on Tinder, but like not real. Like I check it like every couple days. I actually have an app limit on it. So it like, if I'm on for longer than 15 minutes, it like shuts off. <laughs> Why? I, like, I just don't want to like be like investing my time in that. Okay. Um, I'm on that one. I'm on hinge and I'm on an app called feel, which is like supposed to be for like kinky dating. Honestly, if you're looking for a casual connecting, you might be interested in that app. It is kind of glitchy, like I will say, but I feel like I meet kind of interesting, at least people on there. Some guys are very forward and it's like, just because this is like an app for like sexy time, doesn't mean you have to be like, like get to know me first, but. Here's the thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'm scared of like, like I talk a good game, but Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm scared of like casual encounters, like with total strangers. So you don't want like to go get a drink with someone and then go back to his place. That's not what you want. No, this Bushwick guy, we've been on dates. Like have like a a rapport. Yes. He doesn't feel like unsafe or like a stranger. You know what I mean? So, um, and he's like a dork, a dorky Jew from. You know, you can overpower if you needed to. And that's why it was so surprising when we got naked and to look what he was, what he had there. He was packing something. Mm. I mean, you know, people don't realize Jewish men can pack. Do you just like to like, we're all horny people. (laughs) And there are big dicks. There are big dicks around. Like sex. And I think we know how to fuck pretty well. Like, I'm just going to say it. I think so. Jewish girls give the best blowjobs. Yeah. I think I'm very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And complaints at least. <laughs> and every time I do jokes like that, like I'll have some guy in the audience that'll be like, yo, there is this girl in college. Mm-hmm. You know, with in this girl, Rachel. Rachel yeah. in college. <laughs> Always a Rachel. Like, yeah. I'm like, uh, she went down on you a lot, didn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, trust me, I've also seen small penises, but, um, I don't think that people realize that an unassuming 
nice little Jew from Maryland could be packing the hugest penis that I've seen in a long time. The Hebrew national. <laughs> legit, legit, <laughs> legit. <laughs> just what don't even understand. Yeah. But alas. I, I kind of like that. Like, I like it when it, because sometimes guys are like talking a big game and then you like hook up and it's like, you just did sex at me. Like, we're, that wasn't like an exchange, you know? Uh-huh. Like, or when a guy's like, just like nice and then you hook up and it's like, wow, that was like fun. Like we were communicating and, mm-hmm. and we were both got what we wanted. Like, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you that this fucking piece of shit that I call pencil dick, he's a pencil dick or a spaghetti noodle, if you will. No, I won't. We had terrible sex mm-hmm. and we like know all the same people. We were trying to be friends. Like then we would mm-hmm. hook up. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm too old for this. That's why I said, we just have to stop talking. Like this is, yeah. this is some like college I'm shit. Like boundary. Yeah. No, I, I was like, I don't even want to be your friend. You're not nice. Like, and he was like all hurt. I was like, you got to get a grip. Um, but he like dissed, like he was just like such a, he, he comes off as this like swagger, whatever, tough guy. And then, and then his dick is not even proportional to the rest of his body. Cause it's so skinny. It like, doesn't make any sense. And then blamed our sex being horrible and awkward all on me and was like dissing also the blowjob. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? I could bite your dick off. I'm just swallowing it whole. What do you want me to do with that? I could swallow the whole thing in one bite. Take a bite. Down the Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're dissing me? He's like, you should be enthused. I was like, well, I'm not enthused. I'm just disappointed. By your, by your right, because I wasn't into it. Yeah, because I fucking remembered what we we had we hadn't hooked up in like a year, and then and then we did, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot that his dick was like this. Oh no, I totally forgot. See, I guess I do have, but these are like few instances here and there. Okay, it's not like I'm having sex like you know a lot at all. You're not just like no. It's just that like I talk about it. Like I'm the person that loves talking about sex, but isn't always having it. But at least I see that. Like yeah. the dudes that act like that, that talk about sex so much, you know that they're not having it and they don't admit it. Like I'm admitting, like I love to talk about it. Right. And I'm I mean, not having it. That, that guy just sounds like super insecure and like, that's very unattractive to me. Like, oh yeah. No, he knows like, his dick. Yeah. He knows his dick. Like you're like, like insecure. Like how can I like, like I'm not in charge of like making you feel better about yourself. No, he's a terrible person. He's a no. terrible person. Yeah. yeah, he's lucky I don't say his name on this podcast. That's how bad of a person I think he like, is. I look at when a guy is like like the guy that I hooked up with on Friday. He's like the guy that I'm like hooking up with. Whatever. Okay. He, I went down him and he said thank you to me. Oh my god! Yes, I was like praise the Lord, Hallelujah. That's so nice. Like you're welcome. <laughs> Do you know that I say thank you a lot after they go down on me? That's a nice thing to do, I think. You know what? Because if it's good, it's good. And I and I and I also I'm just like, thank you. I really needed that. Thank you. Right. So much. Like you did a good job. Thank you. I am appreciative. Yeah, of course. Like be nice to people, especially if they're like having sex with you. Yeah, people are just so not nice anymore. Okay, so I need like, to devise nice. a plan. I need to have a casual thing. 
with someone that doesn't freak me out and isn't a stranger so that I could like not care about dating. Also, listen, you're not on the East Coast anymore. It is October. I cannot have a lonely shopping season. It I, I I can't, and it's not even that cold, really. It's like climate change. Matter. <laughs> but I'm feeling the cuffing vibes, and mm-hmm. I just need last. I, I'm gonna totally, you know, I admit everything on this podcast. Last oh. winter was super difficult for me. Like it was COVID winter. People weren't vaccinated yet. I was like, I had just moved further uptown into my apartment. I had like two friends that were willing to hang out. It was rough. I was working from home. I hate, I, I'm at a new job now. I hated my old job. Um, and then, and then, um, I mean, I did sort of date someone around Christmas, New Year's. We had very mediocre sex a few times. And then I sort of just called him one day and I was like, what are you, I feel like this is not progressing. Like, what do you, right. Where do you see this going? And he was like, well, I like you. I want to hang out with you. Like, I don't know if I ever want to have children or like, if I really ever care about getting married and I was like, this is helpful information that I need to know because, because he was not worth casual encounters. Right. Like nothing was good enough. It was like very. Like there has to be something like, well, he's not this, but he is this. You know? Correct. Great head of hair. The skinniest <laughs> I've ever been with though. Like way too skinny. Um, great head of hair. Uh, like long, you know what his hair was like? Have you seen Made on Netflix? Made? No. The new the new series Made with Andy McDowell and her daughter? No. Did you see a teacher on FX with Kate Mara and this guy? No. I, I feel okay. like I come from a place where like teachers, like there's always a story about a teacher hooking up with a student. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. No, it's disturbing. Um, but like uh, hair. Did you see Love, Simon, the movie? Yes. He is the main character in that, Nick Robinson. I'm glad we got to the third time's a charm. Oh, he's young in that movie. I have dated a person of the same name and he was like, yeah, I get confused with that guy like on the internet all the time. And like, yeah, well, you're nothing like him. (laughs) So Nick Robinson, he's 26. He is... This guy that I had mediocre sex with had hair sort of like Nick Robin, like this. Okay. Nick Ro- I so mean, on that. in Maid, so he's like a piece of shit in Maid, but then he sort of is coming around. Okay. He is so, I- I'm answering my question at the end. He's the one I want to get down and dirty with. I find him so attracted to the point. This is, okay, I'm 38 years old. I'm a grown ass woman. I've had a boyfriend before. I was thinking about Nick Robinson during the day today. I was like, we're just like, I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> how do I, like, how do I get him? Like, is it possible? First of all, he has a girlfriend. Okay. But she's 34. I was like, well, if he likes older women. Oh, okay. So that's a good omen. Um, I can't stop thinking about what he looks like. Mm-hmm. I find him unbelievably attractive and the hair is a big part of it that had a hair okay 
So are you, you specifically want him or would you be okay with somebody who had that head of hair who met your other needs? I'd like to meet somebody in real life too, but I do want him. Okay. Okay. He's just so attractive. Oh, but is he like mature? Like, I don't know. You've seen him in like movies and stuff. You knew that version of him. Like, I wonder why he's like IRL. I mean, he's got to have some maturity, you know, to be in the industry, you know. And to date an older woman. Right. Unless he just is back in. Just kidding. Yeah, he might dump her, though, because he's getting real famous. Mm -hmm. He's really getting And he's tall and beefy. Mm. I just like a thick, I like a thick, meaty, torso, chest situation. Just, like, look like you, like, played, like, football in high school, but you didn't play in college. Like, you just have, like, a little, like. Totally. I totally, yeah, I'm with you. Totally. I just, I was ghosted recently by a guy that had that body. Um, beefy, mm-hmm. meaty, beefy, like yeah. thick and juicy. Like there's lay my head on. Oh my God. I could physically, physically prime specimen to the, and, and I had friends that knew him when they were younger. And I was like, did he always look like this? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I need to climb on him like a monkey. Like I can't, I, I, I Climb him like a tree. Yes. Like I, I just, that's something that's so attractive to me, especially cause I'm like tall and stuff. Um, but then he ghosted me. He told me he wasn't a ghost, but he was. You are a ghost. That's exactly what a ghost would say. Yes. He said, I'm not a ghost. And I was like, mm, I think you are. Cause yeah. you're disappearing. Like if you like, I mean, if you're just like talking to someone on an app and you stop talking to them, I think that's fine. But if you have like hung out with someone and like really like, like just be like, Hey, like I'm not feeling it. Like it is awkward to say it, but it's like, that's how I would want someone to treat me. You know, I say that shit to guys all the time. Right. I meet guys. And my whole thing is like, I also don't think you need anything after a first date, but if a guy texts me and asks to see me again, I'm going to tell him the truth after a first date. Yeah. This this guy might, but yeah, yeah. the ghost or we only went out a few times. See, this is where I'm also saying I never do this, but I I did have sex with him quickly because I could not, he was the specimen (laughs) Of a physical right. man. Being with your pants brain, I get it. I ha- Let me just say I had not had sex in eight months. Mm-hmm. Eight months. And then this big beefy football guy comes in. You were like, he's like, done. done. And he was calling me like twice a day. You know what the real fucked up part is? Oh. He went to Massachusetts for the day <laughs> to go to dispensaries mm-hmm. and got me the infused THC seltzer. Oh, the um, Paps Blue Ribbon one or just like a different one? Whatever. Oh, I didn't know that one. So he got, uh, I don't know which one he got me. I have gotten, I don't even remember the brand. But I don't like, even know what's like available there. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love it because it's like, I'd rather drink THC than a white claw. Like that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to me before he could ever give it to me. Maybe it wasn't even real. Maybe he never even got he it. He was like, me. oh yeah, I totally got you an eight pack. And then it was ghost. A ghost. Like, there's no reason to do that, sir. I wanted those fucking infused seltzers. 
Well, is we like what is the legality status in New York? I'm confused about that. Ah, uh, the legality status, especially as I uh, am a lawyer. The legality status is like you can possess it, you can consume it, you can't sell it. So everybody's just fucking lying and doing whatever they're doing. Sure. Okay, but there's not like you can't like oh I'm gonna go to the weed store like this afternoon. There are, correct. There are no dispensaries. What there are now besides. There was always delivery, right? You, that's the city. Like even when it was illegal, everybody's going to order delivery. So now there's more than that. And there, what there are more than anything are there like legit bakers. Mm-hmm. There are, especially women, props to women. Yeah. I'm not a baker. Mm-hmm. Me there are multiple women that I know personally now that are baking shit that is unbelievable. And they deliver and they take stuff. Yeah, it's great. Because I'd rather eat it than smoke it. Okay. That's just where I'm We're a small business, a a female-led small business. Of course, we love that. Yeah. Like, honestly, people are bakers. Like, it's (laughs) unbelievable. And you can find people like, I mean, there are people in the comedy community. Like, there's someone I found through Alex's show. Um, And then, like, and then there's a a bunch of different, like, cannabis – societies like I'm trying to be in the high end of cannabis society so there's there's a um there's a lot of different things and like there's one um uh organization or whatever called spleef and they do like soirees and stuff where vendors are there like you have to pay to get in but then like like, someone okay right it's like you don't have to know. So you could buy tickets and like become a member for free okay. and whatever. The tickets are not cheap. Like you have to pay an entrance fee to even walk into the soiree. But they like last time they rented out this amazing venue in Williamsburg and like they had cannabis infused cocktails and they had all the different vendors. So my favorite vendor right now actually doesn't live far from me and like bakes oh. unbelievable. I am ordering a cake from her because she does gluten-free and vegan because I'm so gluten-free. Cool. And I'm ordering a cake from her for like a friend's giving that I'm hosting. She's oh, unreal. Her stuff tastes great and it hits me hard. Like her stuff is potent. Okay. So it's great. And yeah. her, I, I found as a vendor at Spleef. Okay. She just, you know, had a sh- like set up shop. It's like, it's, it's a culture, sure. you know, like, I feel like California is already there and you have like all the dispensaries. I was just going to say like, I could walk down the street and just go into like the weed store right now. Yeah. Med men. I get delivery. I get something called nug club and every month it's kind of like, my friend was like, is it like birch box? And I was like, I guess <laughs> it's like, I get a box of like curated weed supplies every month. And you can like pick what you want, like Indica Sativa flower mm. edibles you know whatever um and they like send you like some nice like it's all wholesale so they send you like pretty nice things so that's what I get and then I supplement what's it called nug club nug club if anyone's interested I have a referral code Can you <laughs> they I mean sometimes people ship I don't know I don't think they ship it because they no, have to they have to like that. they check your ID when you um oh they do check your ID yeah hopefully we'll get to that point like I mean, it's just so, so Cuomo, I don't know if you know the drama Cuomo's gone. I know. Now we have a, a badass lady who doesn't give a fuck. That's what it seems like. I think she's great. She's like, from the little bit I know about her, like, she's just getting shit done. She like 
Good. Whatever was holding up some weed legislation to like start finalizing everything, she fucking ripped it. Like she put it through in two seconds. Awesome. Because it's like, it, it's like stupid. Don't make it legal and then have this take forever. Let's right. get it's money. Limbo. Yeah. There's like businesses ready to deploy, you know, like there's opportunities mm-hmm. people are waiting for. Yeah. It's still a yeah. pandemic. Like I stay inside and smoke my weed, you know. <laughs> Yes. Hero. Yes. Yes. I mean, seriously, I, all I ever wanted. So what I really want is not what I'm doing, but I am glad I'm having a Friendsgiving and I'm ordering this awesome cake, which should be delicious and great. But what I, so that's all I ever wanted was to have like edibles at a party. Um, what I really like, and I've told a couple of my friends this, like for a special event, I guess maybe my next birthday or whatever, I want like a high-end cannabis experience. Like I want like- yeah. Like a dinner a, kind a of? Dinner. Like yes. Dinner. And there are chefs. Oh yeah. There are, there's a thing called higher dining and they have their own personal chefs that you could do your own events, but they curate events that you can pay for and get into. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're very expensive and I haven't gone yet. Um, they're even doing like a yoga thing. Oh, cool. Um, but I'm away that weekend. Yeah. That looked really cool. But, really um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- I want to, I want like a fancy high end, like that's the thing. I feel like with cannabis, we can get fancy. Absolutely. There's like, a lot do with it like it's not just like yeah. some like guy like smoking out of like a plastic bong in the park no. it's not that it it can be a lot of things yes I want a high-end dinner mm-hmm. you'll get like, that high-end dinner yes let <laughs> me do that Manifest it. <laughs> yes okay so so we already know that if I could get down and dirty with anyone obviously it's Nick Robinson because I've been thinking about him all day yeah we did talk I about can't. him I can't stop thinking about him. Oh my God. It's so weird. You know, when I watched Sons of Anarchy back in the day, I felt connected to Charlie Hunnam too. That's how I feel about Nick oh, Robinson. He's really hot. Yeah. There's some, you know, and he had long hair too. There's something. And I never date that in real life. Okay. Maybe you should. I know. Where are these guys? I let, and I date. I mean, now it's like you're older. A lot of guys are bald. I'm totally fine with a bald. I love a bald man that's also like thick and juicy. Like I I like a thick neck, a bald head. Yeah, bald does not bother me at all. No, not at all. What bothers me if you look like George Costanza, shave the whole head, right? Yeah, don't don't do the horseshoe. (laughs) Yeah, don't do the horseshoe. You can't. You can't do the horseshoe. You got to shave the whole thing. No. Okay, so I would get down and dirty with Nick Robinson. Okay. Who would you get down and dirty with? I have an answer for this because last time someone asked me this, I don't know, I was like drunk or something. And I like, it was like a bunch of lesbians and they were like, who do you like? Who do you like? And I was like, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I was like, <laughs> never said that in my life. I don't know where that came from. So my real answer is Oscar Isaac. Oh, shit. Who just kissed Jessica Chastain's arm when he has a wife. So, and she has a husband. I does. Italian actors. It's fun. I don't know. He's so like charismatic and he's like Guatemalan and he's like a really good actor and he's like a musician. And he was like a sad, like emo boy when he was growing up. So he like has like all these like angsty feelings. And I just, he's just so dreamy. 
He's very attractive. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay, I like that answer. Okay, Becca, well, where can our listeners find you before we let them go? So you can find me. I have a website. It's just www.beccagreenberg.com. That's B-E-R-G. That's the Jewish way, I think. Up for debate. My um on most social media, I'm Becca Greenberg underscore. So you should be able to find me pretty easily. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much for being here. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. That was so much fun.